like I feel like if we put a if we put a voice to your to the image I saw when I logged in there, it would just be what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> huh? What was happening? Oh, was... God. Well, see, I lit a cigarette, and uh, here I am. Uh, what's up, Jake Bax? Not much. How you doing, man? Well, that's a mighty fine idea. My back has hurt since August 26th, which I nice. feel like I've talked about. Yeah, and if you're, that's going to leave a mark. <laughs> Hang on. And if you're, um, <laughs> if you're listening to this on a replay, uh, or we banked it, then who knows how long that's been. Today is the 7th of November, uh, and I have been doing, I've spent, I, at this point, thousands of, do- plural thousands of dollars fixing, trying to Jesus. fix my back. Like, it's, uh. Uh, it's just not working. Uh, so I went, finally went back to the acupuncture, or no, to the chiropractor yesterday. Because okay. uh, the acupuncture people taught me out of chiropractic. The chiropractic people taught me out of acupuncture. And I'm like, y'all just want right. me to keep coming to you. So I, I think it's a better idea to them. just, of course, uh, they're snake yeah. oil. Uh, uh, and they, so I played golf yesterday and I was like, I'm going to my chiropractor. I haven't been to him in two months. Uh, since kind of this started, I went there and it just didn't work. And then I went acupuncture and they cut me out of it because it hurts, hurts. It like really hurts. And, um, yeah, it's a pain, it's a pain in the dick. And so, uh, I'm going to be getting up and getting down a bunch because of it. But so they, I go back to him after golf and then today I'm like real sore and it hurts, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like that good sore where you're like, Oh, I have what? Like I did something. Oh yeah, no, it's a good, like a good yeah, like when you get a good massage, like a good uh, myofascial massage, and you're sore the next day. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, and so, but it like hurts like bad, but also when I'm standing up, it feels good. So that's a good sign because I try to stand with good, like with good whatever. And when I sit down, it hurts. Uh, it used to be kind of the opposite. So I think I'm putting the right order. But it hurt so bad today that I was like, well, let me go get acupuncture to try and relieve the pain that the the realignment caused. Uh, And so we're going to see if this works. So, so far, so good. So I got that today. Now, here's the thing, Jake. Here's the thing you got to know about this acupuncture. And I know that you're avidly paying attention to me because I can see it in the camera. But the thing is – I was listening very intently, and I do know a lot of – Is this because you can't do it on camera? Because, you know, we don't have any sponsors yet, so – Oh, no, I'm going to do it on camera. I was bringing it close to me. <laughs> so I did a my acupuncture treatment, right? He's this, he's this Asian dude uh, who, like, doesn't speak English. He, he knows, like, some like, – like, when you go check in, someone else translates. Like, you tell him what hurts. She talks – well, you tell her. She tells him. He tells her. She tells you. It's like one of those yeah. – he's Asian as fuck. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And so – the basically was what he said he was going to do was they put they put a, a needle at the base of my tailbone. Yeah. So he like spreads my ass cheeks open and then like fingers like right above my butthole to get to feel where the tailbone is. And he goes, he goes, breathe. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying. Oh, man. And he puts a needle in and he's like, breathe again. He's like, no, no, relax. And, I'm, and I, so I take a deep breath 
And I've done this a bunch of them, so I know it's coming. But so I take a deep breath, I relax, and he pushes it in further. He goes, good, good patient. And then this time, <laughs> this time, he, like, taps my back and, like, rubs it before he walks out the door. And I'm like, did you just needle fuck me? Like, what, like, what the fuck is this? Like, the the, the, the needle in the ass, I get it, because he, he's done it so many times. But the... Good patient, good patient. As he taps my shoulder blades, he kind of gives it a little wax on, wax off before he exits the room quietly. Maybe he got a bad review for his bedside manner and he was trying to... Doug, 4.9 stars. He's got 4.9 stars. Also, too, every time people walk in there, including me, it cracks me up. Every time he walks in there, every one of the seven, oh, hello! And they, like everyone says hello. I should probably drop the accent, to be honest. Um, that wasn't but, really an accent. That just sounded like you were super excited. I don't think you went into any. It sounded like uh, Robin Williams from uh, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello! Exactly. Yeah, it was more in that vein. How about this background? That's a pretty cool background. Is it a weed tree or is it Japanese maple leaf? You don't know. Mm, a weed tree would. It's be Japanese funny. maple leaf. Yeah, my mom wouldn't buy that though. Are you at your mom's place? Anywho, no, I'm at my house. This is my house in LA. I took this from my parents' house when they moved because uh, I thought it was hilarious. We've had this since Monument. It's a fake tree, but yeah, dude, I swear to God, this girl that's staying in my house or was staying uh-huh. in my house watching my cat. It's like she. She's lived here for potentially a total of three months for free. Nice. All she's had to do is watch my cat. That's it. Hell yeah. So I'm not paying her. She's got to watch the cat. Do uh, you kick her out when you're in town? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so sort of for free because she still has to have a plan all the time. Yeah, but she she has a place that – she has a friend she stays with. Okay. Uh but, like, since June until uh, this past Sunday, November 5th, she's been here for free. Damn, so, dude. at least a total combined of three months solid for free. That's pretty dope. That's pretty nice. Right? I have never met dope. her in person once. Really? Not one time, Jake. Is it a friend I of FaceTimed a friend or an online buddy? A friend of a friend. It was a friend of a uh, stand-up comic, Keith Johnson. Love Keith. Uh, comics know her. You know, everybody knows her. Uh, the general c- consensus is she can be a little weird. Uh, but she fucking... I FaceTimed her one time when she first got here to kind of walk her through the cat stuff. And then never again did I see her. I've never... I've only talked to her on the phone. I've sent texts, all that stuff. Uh, it's never been a problem other than the fact that she... Um, was wearing my clothes uh, on stage without asking. She like went. She was like wearing my Formula One shirts on stage, uh, and I'm like, "But that's." And then she put the video out. It was very weird. Anyway, maybe not maybe, even mad about that either. Maybe just maybe, jacking though, off him. She was at your house. Ha- no, she was at your house and decided <laughs> like, look, look at this cool shit that Brent's wearing. I should probably get me some of those. Well, she also she also went uh, she also went into my into my fucking uh, closet into a bag to find this thing. 
Because this hasn't been used in years. It was in a bag, in a closet, in the bag. Like, what were you doing? Cleaning. Anyway. Maybe so, well, I know she wasn't then. doing that. No, maybe fair, but not in the bag. But she uh, never met her. She she texts me when I'm leaving my acupuncture appointment, and she goes, "Hey, can I come get that parcel at your house uh, in the next like five minutes?" And I was like, "Yep, I'll be there in about ten, maybe fifteen. So maybe I'll meet you there." Uh, parcel's gone. She's gone. No clue. So you didn't even cross paths. Damn, dude. Nice setup. Never met her. It, it's like I'm starting to take it personal. You don't think right? she wants to meet you? No, I don't. You've lived in my oh. house for free. For free, bitch. You left the vibrator. You bad. left the vibrator on my bed. <laughs> That's so bold. I love that. Like... That's like the shared living space equivalent of just like staring you in the eye while gritting your teeth. (laughs) What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Dog, it's fucking, it's weird. Like, I know I shouldn't take it personal because, because I know that she's kind of a weird girl, whatever. Uh, uh, But like, hey, thanks so much again for letting me stay in your home and and you paid the power bills and the rent i mean it was like i had a girlfriend for four months and just wasn't fucking her so it was like you had a wife for four months yeah that's even better <laughs> like that's even closer a wife yeah which i think the yeah. whole you know four months thing is probably normal for most but fuck dude <laughs> watching my netflix and by my netflix and you know i mean david Bory, sulu and troy walker's disney plus and uh, my mom's HBO Max, you know. <laughs> nice. Do you have Paramount and uh, Peacock? I have Peacock through Jim, uh, my gym in uh, in Denver, uh, and then I have Paramount. Isn't that Disney? Like no. Disney Paramount? Oh, it's CBS. not. Oh, I don't have that. I could probably get it from Bory though. I gotta log yeah. in for you. I gotta log in for everything if you need it. Did you? Did you log into Formula One TV? I did not. I did watch all of the highlights <laughs> while I edited other shit. <laughs> this is going to be the worst Formula One podcast ever. <laughs> well, eventually Sam's going to have to come back from Europe, and then my week should have some kind of fucking schedule to it. Well, I'll be honest. This is going to be uh, like the like Paramount. Or I'm sorry, Paramount. It's going to be Formula One adjacent. Uh, I feel like from here, dude. That uh, even the race highlights though, like Max Verstappen. One, I don't know that I've enjoyed listening to a non-comedian's voice as much as I love his stage voice. Holy <laughs> shit, dude! Max Verstappen's dude. The lisp, the open mouth where he p- pushes his tongue. <laughs> through his teeth it's fucking incredible <laughs> dude i felt like i found a young paul li- like it's fucking nuts. i enjoy listening to him but also like be so polite like it's almost rude how polite he is you know what i mean like at least michael jordan would be like yeah well they should have known i was coming this kid just being like well it's very nice to see that they did that my friend came in fourth and it's like what the fuck dude 
Third place was 22 seconds behind second place, and you were fucking seven seconds in front of us. Talk some shit, dog. Nobody's coming for you. Just fucking put it out there. Flap some shit in the wind. Be like, yeah, I don't know. Today was pretty cool. I don't know. what. Did I go early? Did I jump the gun? I didn't see any other cars. Like, what the fuck, man? I texted you. Does the kid have a rocket for an asshole? Like, what the fuck is going on? How is he that much well, faster? Well, I'll tell you. So, to, to work it backwards, uh, uh, they have, uh, like, injected some sort of, like, super fuel into that shit. It, like, it runs on the same stuff that the DeLorean did from Back to the Future. It is insane how fast that car is. However, however... The car is fast, but Sergio has the same car. So Max is just Max is just in his he is just in his element right now. And Lando Norris is coming into his element right now as well. Uh, like Lando Norris and the upgrades that Mer- that uh, McLaren has brought have been incredible. Um, uh, but I just have to get this. I have to get to this before anyone freaks out. You got to keep in mind. Jake Becker, that Max Verstappen uh, will be – he is now a three-time world champ. Oh, I thought you were going to uh, say we have pictures of him with the devil at the crossroads because what the <laughs> fuck, man? Uh, so Max is uh, – Max has dominated so hard for so for, – for like so many years. Three years in a row, Max has just been in his element. So after he won, so before he won his first one, he was talking shit. After he won his first one, he definitely calmed down a bit, but he was still an asshole. Uh, so he he's that guy. Don't you worry about it. Josh Verstappen, his dad, his dad is such a – his dad once had made him walk home from the track when he lost a karting race. Like his dad is way bigger of an asshole than him, and Max is a fucking asshole. He is a fucking dick. But he's just—he's just so—he's just so over the top, better than everybody right now, right this moment. His car is, and and, and his—he's in his element right now. Like he is just in the heyday of Max of any drive. It's like Lewis Hamilton for the past eight or seven, eight years, right? They've just—he's just so fucking good right now that he just figured it out, uh, and so. Now he's just a lot more humble because he has won so handedly. He's won every race that he started or that he's finished. He's won every race. Yeah. Uh, also, too. Also, too. Fun fact about this: uh, you have to pay at the end of each year for your super license, which is what they have. Um, let's see, expected payout super license. What is it? Is it over 400 grand? So you have to pay for every point that you get in your soup. Like in the year before, you you, you have to pay. It's like 1200 bucks or like $1,500 per point that you get. And Max You're Verstappen well? is sitting at – Uh-huh. Yeah. He's at like 433. Let me see here. He's at 400 and – Oh, he's at five twenty four now. So he's got a half a million dollars in fines for just winning, like it's what he does. Excuse me, he's got four ninety nine right now. He's going to be the first world champion in history to pay over a million dollars for his license. 
Jesus, dude. And do they do that to recycle guys out so that if you're winning that good, it's cost prohibitive to keep going? No, I think they do that uh, because of how much money they know that you just made. Um, okay. And and they want you – and I think it just goes back into the FIA to govern all the other sports that don't make a bunch of money, right? Okay. It's like it's like going down to Formula 2 and Formula uh, 3 and Formula Academy and the Junior League. It's like, like going into the FIA that just goes all the way down to help – run the rest of the sport or like the the other branches of the sport. I think that's what it's for. I would be surprised if it's something different. Well, let's see. Let's Google it, Jake. Uh, Where does the money from super license go? But but Hamilton wasn't winning by like 20 fucking nine seconds. Was he? Oh yeah. Back in the day he was. Oh yeah, Jesus sometimes Christ, even dude. more. Like sometimes even more. They had this. So, uh, so, so I was right. Like it goes to quote improve the safety of the sport, uh, but it's going. It's just going to the FIA to fund what they do. Um, yeah, Hamilton was winning by probably more than that back in the day. There was a time, Jake, that 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 Mercedes had this technology, and, and now I, I forget what it's called, but you could change the camber of the wheels by pushing or pulling in on the steering wheel while in motion. So like, so, so like as you go through turns, you could push in and it would change the camber so you could get more, uh, uh, tire on the ground and go faster in turns. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But they, I think, I think they let them have it for, have it for two seasons and then they, uh, yeah, dude, it, it's, it's, it's pretty dope. This is why formula one is so fucking fun. Like I, for for how how autistic you are with cars, I think once you start getting into this more, you're gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be hilariously tickled at how much you dive into this because it's this is where all the technology comes from. This is where Formula One they're the ones who create shit like paddle shifting and um, um, uh, traction control and anti lock brakes, and, and then it trickles down into our cars. You know what I mean? Airlock brakes is from aircraft, but I know what you mean. You know what else I keep thinking about, Jake? You know what you you told me last time? Because you say everything with such confidence. I'm going to have so much fun debating you because I I haven't looked this up, but I have not stopped thinking about Michael Douglas's throat. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a lot for you to look up. I think you're going to have to read like the medical journal entries. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't think anybody ever broke it down in the news farther, like journalistically. I think they were all just like, Michael Douglas claims he's got throat cancer from eating coo- poontang. <laughs> like, what? Like, yeah, lots of coochie on the mouth, and now he's got the no good throat hole. See, I can't it. stop thinking about that. Yeah. Anyway, back to Formula One. Or driving in a convertible with the top down after you eat it. Yeah, but that's the first thing I do. Is smoke and then drive in a convertible the top down. How do you think I got her there? I promised the the convertible drive. It's kind of the equivalent of paying for every point you got during the season. (laughs) Like, they're just going to make you pay a little bit for all the fun you had. (laughs) Yeah, man. But yeah, that that was nuts. And Norris, too, because, like, like you said, that was 
bananas what he was pulling off. But then just like realizing where the pack of cars was behind those two was like, yeah, Holy shit, they well, there. it also goes to show. So something interesting about that, which which like I, I, I doubt that you could have caught in the highlights. Maybe they talked about it, but they McLaren did the same McLaren did the same uh, the same strategy pit strategy as Red Bull. So, uh, if you were listening to the Formula One version of it, not the nat- the international broadcast with uh, Crofty and them, uh, they have two drivers on there as well: Julian Palmer and uh, David uh, Cuthard, I-, I believe is how you pronounce it, uh, and. Jolien the whole time was like that's that's a they he was saying that the that the that the McLaren pit strategy was a bad move because it didn't give you an advantage uh but it didn't give you a disadvantage and i think that at the hindsight 2020 i think that McLaren made a good move kind of mimicking what Red Bull did because they kind of proved that with a good driver a good strategy and their their that their car can come close to the Red Bull car. Because if you break down the difference between Max and Lando, it was only about a tenth of a second per lap that right, Lando was off. one lats, right? Right. And so yeah. that, that added up to about, I think, seven seconds. Yeah, it was like 6.9 or some shit. Yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm 12. But the uh, sixty nine and out there. I love uh, Lando, so I'm really hilarious. Yeah. yeah, hilarious, and he looks like a Cabbage Patch doll. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> like a Lando or a Norris. <laughs> he looks uh, like uh, Bobby McFerrin. Yeah, dude. So last year, so check this out. Last year, Max Verstappen had four hundred fifty four points. And had to pay $963,800. Right now, he's sitting at four ninety nine. I mean, does the team pays for it, though, right? Does He probably doesn't even have I would to think that. so. Yeah. I mean, he might pay for it, too, but he also makes $40 million a year, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but I still imagine, like, if you're making $40 million a year, that also gives you a lot of, like, I mean, I could just go hang out at my house with my girlfriends. Yeah. If you guys don't want to buy me a license for a million dollars, I mean, I I'm ready to retire. So each point have that leverage. Each point is twenty one hundred euros. Jesus fuck, that's way over a million. And it's a base price of ten of ten thousand four hundred euros. Max is sitting at. uh, Well, this is five twenty four actually. and there's still a few more races to go. He might hit Jeez. 600 points. It's going to be so much money. <laughs> it's just nuts, dude. I love it. It's so funny. He's, you get punished for winning. I wonder if you get like a like a refund for for sucking so bad. Like if Logan Sargent, who's just wrecked <laughs> almost, if he just gets like, all right, here's a million back. We know you're going to need this. Seven grand back. Like, <laughs> this, this should help with something. Yeah. Uh, but also, too, dude, the, the, so this whole weekend, Jake, was 
fucking incredibly fun because it was a sprint weekend. Uh, it was the last of the sprint too. weekends. Dude, how fun was the fucking sprint, dude? Everyone was, was so close to each other. It was batshit. So it was so fucking crazy. Are the rules different or are they just not pushing it as hard because it's like, why was Verstappen not? What is it? Because it's less laps? What is the gap? Why is the gap so much smaller? Couple reasons. Uh, one, uh, at, at the end, it's less laps. So, as I said, between Lando and Max, it was only a tenth of a second difference of, of laps, uh, like, you know, around the whole track. Uh, add in a, a second or two, or like a half a second from a bad pit stop from a two second to a 2.4. I mean, that time fucking matters. Uh, like when it's that close. Uh, but you don't do pit stops in sprints. So therefore everyone's on the same thing. Uh, the, uh, the same strategy for the most part, you're all on soft tires, but you have to make those soft tires last longer than they should last. Uh, but you're also battling to pass people. Uh, so it's kind of, the, it's, it's very fun, but here's the thing about it. And, and this might be an unpopular opinion. Uh, but anyway, unpopular opinion is that they've been doing, so much to kind of like even the playing field um, in Formula One, so there's not just these massive blowouts uh, that they've kind of made the cars a little too similar in time. Like if you look at quali, uh, a lot of times this year the quali differences are within a thousandth of a second, a hundredth of a second. Whoa! Um, and to me, that's not if that's not the point of Formula One. If you want that, go to Indy or go to Formula 2 or go to any other form of racing where they say, here's your aerodynamic kit. You can choose between these two motors. You can do, like, here are the parts that you can make. And then in Formula 1, it's like, here are some guidelines that you have to stay within. Fucking send it. Let's see what you can create. That's what's fucking cool. And so, they're, I mean, yes, it is, it is super fun because it's fucking uh, – it's super fun be- because it is such close racing in the middle. Uh, but I still want to see what people can create. I would rather less guidelines than that. I don't know. I'm kind of backing off on this as I talk about it. No. I mean, like, I wish these companies were all actually using motors that we could get one day like they used to. Well, these turbo hybrids, you don't think that they can use? I don't think we'll get these versions. I mean, in 1967, when you saw a fucking Ferrari go around Jake, the fucking course at F1. your computer froze. You go buy a way overpriced car with that. How do we fix thing. this on Riverside? Motor. Your computer froze. Me? Yeah. It looks like it's you. Well, no, it was definitely you. Because I'm right here on mine. Well, it's fine. It can well, still hear me. Chris is here. Say hi, Chris. You're on. You're, you're on the podcast now. Tell me about your cars. Oh, Chris. They're all fast. <laughs> They're all what? That? They're all no, fast I, as hell. Oh, really. <laughs> <laughs> fast as hell, Chris. Uh, is that your buddy you live with, or is that Sharpie? That's Chris Sharpen too, buddy. That's what oh I yeah. The, they are both named Chris. Sorry. We're doing a podcast. Okay. <laughs> what are you and Chris getting into? Chris and I are going to smoke some weed, uh, and then I'm going to hydrate my mouth uh, with water. All right. Uh, that was a, w- a weird 
Way to phrase that. You're just going to kiss um, him until you're rehydrated? Yeah, he's got – well, he's getting high too, so he's going to be you know drying up here a little bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah, dude. The, the races are nuts. The cars are nuts. But, yeah, I feel like if you were a rich guy 40 years ago, you could watch him race and then go get either – that like car, very, or a car with that motor in it, even if it was a right. way overpriced Ferrari, you're just not even. Well, gonna get the it. isn't the Ferrari the uh, didn't they just put out? Or no, sorry, the Mercedes put out the AMG one, which in theory is the motor that they had in the last version before they made these engine changes that fucking stuck up. Yeah, for, but they uh, made like twelve of them. Well. You can still get them. Yeah, they're but expensive. Like they're hard to make. Mc- McLaren made more cars than that when he was doing it with like investor money. Come on now. <laughs> when okay, when did so so you're saying back in the day, like what day, what era are you saying that you could go buy a car with that exact motor in it? And it wasn't like uh, twelve. It probably ended in the seventies. To be fair, I think in the I think in the eighties there were some cars that were getting modified. So for the last fifty years, Jake, fifty, fifty. I think you can let it go. Yeah, but I do <laughs> think there's like there's something to the engineering practice of trying to design a car that's fantastic as a race car that could also hold up under everyday duress and like that's gone now it's gone from nascar like really the only race series left that does that is the gt cups and the coverage sucks and the drivers aren't the best in the world because there's not a bunch of money or prestige in it so imsa sort of sort of yeah because they don't have i watched some of that imsa race that uh kevin owens was in and uh he did pretty good. They they finished, I think, overall. I think they were like fifth, or, I think, or or maybe sixth. Um, but they, uh, dude, the I went from watching Formula One to watching yeah. their race, and the announcer was as was as. I mean, granted, you got to fill twenty four hours of racing. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, it's a lot. I get of it. I get it. Uh, I mean, even your shift is going to be a lot. But this dude sounded like he was like one foot in the grave. I mean, he was so slow and so boring. And I was like, this could be so much cooler if you weren't just if it, if you just had a little bit of pep in your step, a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, congrats I to think Kevin a lot Owens. of motorsports would be better if they had better announcers. Yeah, dude. And if I didn't stutter. Then I could do it. What are you talking about? Dude, I think you stuttering is like the whole tag. (laughs) Especially if we were doing like the IMSA or any of the GT Cup races where we could be like, look at that Porsche get... You tripping over that to say, look at him fucking somebody (laughs) is hilarious and awesome and people would tune in for that. I would. That'd make me watch a race I didn't care about. If there was some guy who was just stoked so fucking hard every once in a while he had to hit it twice. Hell yeah, dog. 
And it's like, it's not bad enough to where it'll ruin it, but it's definitely enough to where it'll be like, tires are flying everywhere. Yeah. Dude, people would love that. You you would announce one accident and then be the most viral thing that had hit the internet since like the early days of YouTube. Yeah, you'd be household name. You're like, that's fucking Brent Gill. That dude loves racing. He's an eight-year-old boy. This is excited about a fire truck at all times. Oh, Lord. Uh, I mean more like, and not so much the motors, but even like that camber trick you were talking about. How cool would that be? That's cool, but I don't really ever want a car I have to drive anywhere with it. It's kind of, but that's technology that would get banned, kind of like how Audi got banned for their their Quattro. Yeah. I watched an interesting video the other night when I was like trying to go to bed and I fell asleep before it ended, but it was basically about how like, uh, I hope we have a fan who's smart enough to explain this to me because like basically nobody knows why Quattro works so goddamn good. Yeah, it's, it's very confusing. Well, like even to the people who made it, like they don't know why it's that much better than every other system. Like it's mathematically not. And it should have more hesitation than some of the new Haldex. Like, it doesn't make sense that an all-wheel drive system from the fucking mid-80s still performs higher than everyone else's shit. And is that still the case? Like, are they still using the, the mid-80s version? Yeah. If they don't use it on all their cars now, now they'll call things Quattro that just have a Haldex system, which is fucked up. Is that the name? Wait, what? Yeah, so there's the, the industry standard all-wheel drive computer. is a They call it a Haldeck. Okay. Okay. But the, but the all-wheel drive system used. from the 80s was the best version of it. The, and, and Audi still uses that version. but not In today's cars. Like, but not everything labeled Quattro gets that. Some things get that. Oh. Some things get like the general market Haldeck that's not Quattro at all. What's the ones that have Quattro? Dude, I don't know. It's so confusing. Cause then it's <laughs> really? Like trims. Yeah, because then it's like trims of that car and certain engine packages come with it, but certain ones come with the ha- – it has to do with like money. So they just like buy Haldeck for the cars where they don't think anybody's going to notice. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of fucked. Mm. And it's actually a VW product. I want to buy an old. I, I want to buy an old one. Yeah, really? It was on Passat wagons in the early '80s. Yeah, and then VW customers didn't fucking care, and so then they took it over to Audi, and Audi customers didn't care, but it made the car drive a little better than front wheel drive. So they were selling it more yeah. on the drive quality than they were the safety of having all wheel drive. Huh. And then in and then in eighty was it eighty six eighty five because they were doing rally with it right support. yeah well that French bitch dude they they got that French lady driver who was like a bat out of hell man that lady man I wish I fucking had recall on names um this French lady driver was just a bad bitch dude she did like nothing but win she was showing up to fuck people's days. <laughs> In a five-cylinder fucking kind of junkie. Like, nobody respected Audi before that lady did what she did. She changed what that company was. 
they were always trying to do it. They were trying to be a luxurious VW brand that had rally technology in it. But then all of a sudden that bitch was like Verstappen. Dude, when she did the Pikes Peak Hill climb and like smoked the fucking world record in that Audi, it was bananas. Like from that day forward, I think until like 2002, 2004. So for like 20 years, man, 86% of the nations R and RS cars were sold through Huberger and Colorado Springs because that race, what she proved that day, like changed the way people in that town thought about that car back in the eighties when it was like something everybody went up on the hill to watch. And Michelle Mouton, dude, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle Mouton, and she give interviews <laughs> like a like like a Hanna Barbera French villain, like she just be like yeah, so today. Today I plan on going up the mountain and embarrassing everyone else, and then <clears throat> that shall be it. And you're like, what? <laughs> and it was just like a calm and direct, just like, I'm going to go up there and fucking dance on your graves. And 1985. 85, yeah, I knew it was 85 or 86. But yeah, she fucked shit up, dude. Even when she didn't win, it was like, how did she push that piece of shit car that hard? You know what I mean? Like, it was... People were taken back by what she was accomplishing, even if she came in lower on the podium. Because it was like, fuck, that car shouldn't have done What kind of car was this? Audi Club Quattro Sport. Er Quattro. How much do you think these things go for now? Like between 40 and 90, depending on what kind of shape they're in. They're really rare from the first couple of years. If you get like a 91 to a 93, which is all the same gear with a little bit more safety equipment, they go for quite a bit less. What? Why less? Because they made more of them? Because not, it's not the Ur Quattro. Well, like, that one just has, like, slightly different fender design. Like, it just, like, when you see two of them next to each other, your brain would even be like, that one's the one that fucked people up in the 80s, and then that's the one they built a couple years later because people wanted them. They had to soften the car up <laughs> just a little bit so that normal people wouldn't buy it and then be like, this is a this is too much. <laughs> Yeah. I kind of want to see what the what, what one of those feels like. My dad had an S4 when I was in high school. He had that twin turbo six cylinder. Uh, I think it was the B6 was the was the friend. There was the chassis. Oh, code. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it was a 2002, probably. 2001. Yeah, the best Jettas they've ever made. Uh, <laughs> it's the body of a Jetta, it's or the, the frame of a Jetta. Of a Jetta. Yeah, the B5. Well, Jetta. I'll oh. tell you this much: I took that thing. <clears throat> off the ground for a quite a while. Uh, and it didn't fuck anything up. Uh, it oh, was so like impressive. Him. Yeah, dude, that car, my dad had it tuned. Uh, and I don't know what it was, but you would like do it through the, uh, cruise control button is how you, is how, is how you would engage it. So you could turn it off. <laughs> and, um, dude, that thing ripped like, that car, Mamma Mia. Yeah, if I if I Put had the maintenance on it, that, oh, insane! That's what I was just so gonna say. Bad. If I had any part of me that could handle the maintenance on those fucking B series Audi VWs, I'd have one. My my Golf, dude, my Golf ripped. That car was the shit with the three point two VR six. Mm-hmm. I've never had a car fuck me for money like that car would. 
Yeah, they they're expensive. They wanted three grand three times a year. Like, it was just what yeah. it was. Yeah. They're expensive. And it'd be over bullshit. Something that was like, <laughs> you know, a $90 fix on my Fiat was going to be $2,800 on the fucking Golf because you have to pull the whole goddamn <laughs> chassis apart to do anything. Yeah, uh, it, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, but that motor fucks. That motor fucks hard. That twin turbo, it's so fast. It's so fast. I learned to drive a stick on that car. Oh, damn, nice. With turbo That's lag? like the car I learned when I was 16, to how to drive a stick. I learned on that They car. didn't have bad lag, but you still had to learn with lag. Oh, no, but this, this, it, dude, the f- clutch was so stiff. Oh, and dumb. Did it have the? It, did the S model have the hydraulic clutch? Maybe it like popped. It was so stiff. Oh, and, it was, and depending on the weather, it catch in different places. I don't know about that. I didn't drive it that much. Yeah, because like the early models, I think like the '98 to like the no, 2004s. Oh, okay. All had the height, oh. but I don't know if the S model had it. The RS and the S might have had something different. But the fucking hydraulic clutches that were in those Audis. I think that's back when the, when the clutch... car was up to heat. Yeah. I think, though, but, back then the S model was still a pretty good car because they were still trying to... Uh, they were still, still trying to sell that line. You know what I mean? Well, like the clutch was like one of those like, race-derived parts that they had, and yeah. it was. And then now hydraulic clutches kick ass. It was just like that was the first generation of them sold to the public. And wherever they mounted on them, on those bodies, on those chassis, the B5, B6, whatever the fuck it is, uh, you'd have to get the car, like, you'd have to drive the car for 45 minutes before it was a consistent throw. <laughs> so if you put somebody in the car that never drove it or watched valets drive ones that weren't warmed up, you looked like you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. That's how I feel in my car. It's uh, very difficult to drive that, that E46. Why? It's a Tremec, right? No, the E46, is a, it's not that, it's the clutch. It's not difficult to drive it. It's just, it, 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 there's a lot of this when I, when I start, when I get going on it. Yeah, <laughs> like jerky, a little lopey. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I kind of got to goose it to get going. Is that cause like easily. Doing? I think so. But, but it's also a five putt clutch. You know, it's a, it's a it's a it's a racing clutch with a factory factory pressure plate, so it feels good, but it catches like a racing clutch. So there's no easing into it. No, there shouldn't be. <laughs> it just makes it hard because I want to drive it all the time. I've just I've learned a lot through this whole process. Dude, like I, I need to get that car out here so I can do some fucking uh, oh, yeah. some fucking um, heel towing. Well, canyons. I want to do some canyons, man. <clears throat> that's what I. That's what I really want. You should put an angle kit on that and just go full fucking initial D on all the canyons in Texas. <laughs> an angle kit like what those fucking Civics have? No, an angle kit in the front. It just makes it to where your steering goes farther. You can turn harder left oh. or right. So when you're drifting or sliding through a corner, you can actually keep control of the car. Oh, I definitely do not want to drift this car. Well, I mean, I just want to drive it through a canyon. Uh huh. And then I don't need really to be—I don't need to be sideways, dude. Oh, 
drift. I don't need to be fucking sideways. The wheels are are already too wide. Exactly. You need to wear them down a little bit on the edges by going sideways. <laughs> uh, different Dude, car. Do you have a that. hard time heel towing? Uh, I don't heel toe. I do outside inside. I put my foot, what? my right side of my foot on the uh, the brake, and my left side of the clutch on the gas. Okay. Wild, but also good. Uh, Is that wild? That's how no, I've always done it. Pr- but, that's pretty. But, but BMWs are mounted on the bottom, and the brake is mounted on the top, so it's yeah. pretty easy to 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 do it that way. Yeah. So you no, do just, like my big I toe is on the the brake. Yeah, and then you got your like the yeah. your foot on the gas. To to heel toe in real life, I've tried it. Like my foot doesn't turn that far, so I've always found it easier to do to do it that way. I also do it that way on my simulator. I don't know if it's because I'm duck-footed or what the fuck, but I've been, like, offended for years over seeing videos online of, like, how to heel-toe. Like, you just fucking do it? That's That'd be like doing a video like, this is how you hold a cigarette. Like, no shit. <laughs> you told me one time, and I fucking do it every time. What? I don't know. I might be crazy. <laughs> I also have very severe duck feet. Well, well, then you'd think you could. My duck feet is out. Oh. So you're, like... Toe healing it. <laughs> no, no, heel I, toe think I, can, like, pr- I think I can pronate and twist my leg real easy because I've been doing it my whole life to look normal when I stand still. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But I don't know. I also think maybe everybody else is a dipshit and thinks heel towing is hard. <clears throat> well... It is. I think uh, a, lot, a lot of people don't consider the setup of their brake and gas pedal situation either. So, yeah, and something. a lot of people are probably trying to do it in like X6Ms or cars that really why, have no why, business. Why would you be doing down. that? Yeah, just do right-left foot braking. I think most people with the money to be as stupid as we want to be with cars have families and other obligations where they can't do it right. Well, but Most, not everybody can not be as all, cool as us. Not everybody can be as cool as us, Jake. I also can't do it yeah. right. Have you ever tried? I think if you're duck footed, you would do better with my method. Well, I kind of do your inside. method, but I lift all the way off. I don't have my foot on both because I don't want to accidentally well, tap both. I do because I like rev matching. I do. <laughs> uh, do you rev match? You'd be one of those. You'd be one of those guys in the 60s that would have driven with both feet. You'd have had a foot on the gas, <laughs> foot on the brake, just scaring everybody in traffic. It's crazy, to th- it's crazy to think back, like, not that far, old guys really didn't know the rules of driving. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, people our age in the 60s were born before cars were everyday fucking products. Mm-hmm. So, like, car knowledge of what to do, how to act, not drive with both feet, like, shit like that. Like, things that you and I think is, like, common sense were things people just, like, hadn't discussed with anyone in their life and never really thought about. I never I thought didn't. of this, Jake. Yeah. Oh, like, when to turn them off? When to turn... Is that why old, yeah. why old dudes suck at driving? Uh, well, I think there's a little bit of that. Because, I mean, like, my grandma came up when, like you didn't have a test for a driver's license cars were new you went and got a license if that's what you were into you paid the money to the city 
and then they let you go goofy in a car. Like, they, they never made them redo it. It's not like 20 years later they were like, okay, hip-hop's here to stay. You kids are still going to be driving these cars. Let's go ahead and start doing a real test. They were like, oh, no, Dorothy, enjoy getting groceries, having never learned anything about anything. Just believe you're right all the time because you're an old white woman who raised a kid and you're just sure <laughs> that you're right. So go fuck up traffic in your small little town for the rest of her life, your life. I think we should all just kill them. Probably like children of the corn. Old people? <laughs> we're killing old. We're killing olds? Hey, you know I didn't what? really mean this. No, fuck that generation. They're the ones who should have kept like Oldsmobile and Buick and Pontiac and all the American brands alive. Dipshits. Yeah, it's their fault. I wonder what we're going to be blamed for. It's fair that the boomers got talked into buying foreign cars. That that makes sense. <sighs> Fucking the great generation should have never been talked into that shit. Into, into buying foreign cars uh, was because we... Capitalism is what took hold. That's what it is. It's uh, not a way to make money. Uh, gas prices is what took hold. Yeah, I guess that too. Yeah, yeah. gas prices from '78 through the '90s is what made even people with money that were retired and shippy like maybe I will just buy a Honda. <sighs> like, no, buy a Buick. There'll come a day where we would wish that we still had supercars coming out of the United States. And you've all fucked the pooch. Oldsmobile was the first car company. Come on now. Ever? No, Ford was. No, Ford was not. Ford wasn't even Ford's first car company. When did Oldsmobile come around? I don't fucking know. 1908? Uh, Benz built the first automobile, which was a carriage with a motor on it that you drove like a psycho. REO, Ralph and Edwin Olds built the first car that you and I would like walk up to and be like, that's a car. Okay. Started, well, this says, this says Duria Motor Wagon Company was the first. This, this is hotly debated, I believe. Because <laughs> I think they were still building motorized carriages. REO was the first person, like what he did. Maybe. Chevrolet was formed like in 1911. Yeah, but this would be like saying that, like, yeah, Apple didn't invent the smartphone. Blackberries were out before that. Like, yeah, okay, they were. That was a smartphone. It wasn't nearly as smart and no one gave a fuck, but sure, it was around for a minute, I guess. <laughs> it doesn't resemble the thing we're discussing, but I guess by technicality. <laughs> Blackberry's entire business got demolished. Uh like brought to its knees forever, unrecoverable from yeah. Apple. Yeah, priceless. But I mean, dude, the change from it being a carriage to a car was so fast that we still call it a dashboard. Oh, because that's to keep. What was a dashboard on a carriage? It was. Oh the yeah. Piece in front to keep horse shit from splashing up horse dash. Yeah. So it was your dashboard that kept kept you clean from the mess from the dash. <laughs> I, 
but original. I love your history so much, dude. (laughs) Your history is excessive. Like if there, if Jeopardy could have a show on just car shit, uh, I feel like you could go a long way, Jake. Yeah. It'd be me and Leno and that guy with meningitis. (laughs) I hope he dies. Dude, if he dies, we got a real shot at his job, Brent. Leno or the guy with meningitis? The guy from with meningitis from Roadkill. Uh, I hope he gets better. God, God willing, he's okay. I wish I knew his. What happened? He's got literally. He's very sick with a brain sickness. Um, but he's he's like, I think he's sixty maybe. Uh, Uh, he's the he's the most autistic person. I like. It's the. I understand why representation's important because I saw that guy on TV once and was like, "He, there's me. That's me. Look, oh my god, this is amazing. This is a person like me on TV, not just high and curly like Seth Rogen, but like actually broken, walking up to cars and junkyards, going like." And this is a '64 AMC axle because you can see the spindle here has a kingpin still, even though they still used an A arm. And you're like, "Ah, oh, I love this guy." Said 2,800 national viewers. <laughs> nah, he does pretty well. I just think most of the viewers are guys like my dad who are like, oh, that's interesting. And then if you asked them about it a day later, they'd be like, I don't know. I saw some guy talk about it, but I couldn't tell you the exact year. Unless it was a car they owned. They're not right. going like, to be able to regurgitate it. Whereas I'm like, yeah. Ooh, look, more knowledge from my weird sponge that'll never do anything. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Jake, that was a fun episode. We're going to end it here. I got to go because Chris hear, is here. Do you want to hear my bad car idea real quick? What? You have a car idea? Yeah, I have a pretty bad car idea right now. For what? Do you know what a Borgward Isabella is? A Borgward Isabella? Yeah. No. It's It's one of the coolest cars ever. They were the number one fuck with BMW brand of the 50s and 60s. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And they built this really cool coupe. And my grandpa had one back in the day because he was a nut job who would read like your okay. car magazines and then buy cars nobody had in the United States. But I, I looked, and I'm 99, I'm 95% sure that LS short block four-cylinder yeah, the one that you were, were, yeah. I think it'll fit in that board board. And what does the like, board board look like? Minimal cutting. Oh, I thought you were Googling it too. I'll send you a picture. Hold on. I don't even know what how to spell the word you're saying. Just like it sounds, board board. B-O-R-G-W-A-R-D. Borg board. Borg ward. The ward, dude. Borg ward. Oh, cool. Boy, that Hansa 1500 Sport Coupe looks fucking sick. Yeah, the Hansas are cool. I like these That's a, That's the sexiest one they have. Is it this one? Because they call it different no. things in different languages. I'm sending you a fucking link. Does that work for you? That looks cool. That, that reminds me of your Buick. Yes, except extremely small. Mm-hmm. Similar styling, curvy, 50s. 
German. I don't know. Fuck. I still think the, the Isabella Coop does look good, but I think that the uh, Hogwarts looks better. The Hansa. Hansa's a different brand. No, it's not. It, it is. It was made by him. That's like Pontiac and Chevy. Okay. But I think one of those things will fit, so we got to start dogging those guys to try to see what they're going to charge me for one. What do you think they'll charge you? I don't know. If I want just I mean, the block, I think I buy one for like thirty five hundred bucks. Short block. I don't want the long block set up. I don't want it all done because I'm gonna have to do this. Coupe looks. This Hansa looks like a fucking James Bond car. Hansa's There's no way cool. that you think. They're for a Why fortune, you, dude. I'm not chopping one of those up. Do you know what one of those would cost? They're a fortune. Oh, I always gotta have a taste for expensive cars. All right. Yeah, those Hansas are expensive. So they built them together, that one. And the doors don't even, the paint doesn't even match because it's made out of different kinds of metal. Well. All right. Well, you have fun with Chrissy. Smoke a bunch of weed for me. We're going to smoke a ton of dope, me and Chris. Uh, and then I'm going to force, I'm going to slip some drugs into his drink. And uh, I'm going to pack him up into a suitcase and bring him to Austin with me. Fuck yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't know that, though. So. Do it. He's ready. That kid's ready for a barbecue lifestyle. All right. <laughs> Thank All you right. for listening. Until next time. Yes. Jake, we got Vegas next uh, two weeks from now. I'm going to it. I don't know if I'm going to yeah. be at the race, but I'm going to be in Vegas for it. Nice. I'm going to see if I can do it for under $1,000. Fucking A, dude. Do it. Right? They're pretty All cool. Right, I'm going to stop it now. <laughs>